What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of A Vision Includes You podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Vu. I'm an online fitness and mindset coach. And today we're going to be talking about my personal thoughts on fat diets, challenges, 30 days, 60 day, 90 day challenges, quick fixes, etc. All these terms that you under this umbrella that you constantly see online particularly in the forms of maybe weight loss or improving your health or whatever it is that you see online. And I'm going to give you my personal opinions so that by the end of this episode, maybe you can make your own judgment on whether or not you should pursue whatever this new adventure that you want to partake in. So how many of you have once seen an ad for like, oh, a 14-day belly blaster challenge or maybe you've seen like oh 30 day juice cleanse diet or maybe you see seven days lose seven pounds in seven days quick fix like all these things that you see online maybe that's your goal because let's be honest everyone wants to lose weight like everyone you hear like everyone your aunt your uncles your mom your dad they all want to lose weight like pretty much like more than half of the world's population is either overweight or obese so it's common to see especially now with like social media and we're looking at like the media everyone everywhere we see we we're seeing like you know these skinny models and like these athletes they're all in relatively great shape and we constantly compare ourselves to those people and in our minds it's like oh well I don't look like that. Maybe I want to aspire to look like that. And in your mind, you feel like you need to lose weight in order to feel accepted by society. So I don't blame you whatsoever. I don't blame you for wanting to change yourself or lose weight. But oftentimes, marketers and advertisers, they see that this is a huge market. If I'm not mistaken, this is a at least a billion dollar market, like uh, maybe like dozens of billions of dollars in this industry alone. So weight loss and like losing weight, all these things is a huge, huge, huge market. And what's the best way to capture a lot of that market is by advertising these quick fixes is by advertising these fad diets and is by advertising all these challenges in hopes of like you know what you can lose belly fat you can lose weight as fast as possible without so much effort and so many people are so caught up in like the shiny objects is what we're, we're going to be calling these terms under this umbrella for the remainder of this episode is because that's what it is. It's shiny objects. And many people have shiny object syndrome. So now we know, okay, people want to lose weight, but what's the fastest way to capture maybe their money or like their attention is by offering these fad diets like oh all you have to do is take this one pill or take this one fat burner or do this one diet that pretty much tells you to cut out all carbs or whatever it is. These challenges where it's like, oh, you know what? All you have to do is partake in this challenge for like seven days, 14 days, 30 days, 60 days, etc., which is relatively a short time frame, and you're going to lose X amount of weight in that amount of time. 
Or maybe another one is quick fixes. So how many times have you seen juice cleanses, detox teas? How, how, I've seen this trend on TikTok, which is like, oh, you pour this in your coffee and then you, next you know, you're going to lose like seven pounds in like 30 days, whatever it is. But bottom line is like all these fancy like marketing, whatever you want to call it, people who fall for them typically have similar characteristics like number one they really want like the easy way out like they want like a quick fix solution and number two maybe they have FOMO maybe they see that other people are getting results maybe they feel like their friends are doing it so FOMO is pretty much fear of missing out they don't want to miss out on the fun while all these guys are getting results I don't want to miss out too so let me partake in this challenge maybe let's have me sign up for this challenge or like me do this fad diet with them. Like whatever it is, people like to act in packs. People like to see other people having massive results and they also want to follow their path as well. Maybe you're just ignorant. Maybe you don't know a healthy way to lose weight. So you're willing to do everything under the sun. Now, let me ask you all, how many diets have you tried in the past? How many times have you joined all these challenges? And maybe you've done all these quick fixes. You bought all the supplements. You bought all the fat burners. You bought all those pills. Like how many of you have actually done that? Like whenever I ask people, what have you tried in the past? They literally tell me everything. Oh, I've tried Weight Watchers. I've tried Noom. I've tried Keto. I've tried intermittent fasting. i tried Octavia. Like you tried like so many different things. And why do you think none of those things work? Like, ask yourself, after you try method after method, why do you think none of those things work after trying so many different times? It's because all those things are marketed, are big headlines, are billion dollar industries. Like, these companies are literally preying on the fact that you want an easy solution, so they feel like they're going to market it just that. Oh, Noom. For example, I think Noom is like they have free trials, 30 days, and it's like you're, it's going to be like the one way how you like lose weight and keep it off forever. But in reality, it's just set up as all the properties of a diet, as all the properties of a quick fix. Like people think that by signing up and like paying your monthly subscription into this one thing is going to solve all your problems. But in reality, it doesn't actually happen like that. So the reason why I'm so against like fad diets, challenges, quick fixes is is because it's going to set you up for failure. And I'm talking about long term. Yes, whatever you sign up for, like in the short term, you might start seeing results. You might start losing some weight within the first 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever. But I don't care about that. I don't care how much weight you lose in X amount of time. What I care about is for the lifetime, for the longevity, like how much weight are you able to lose and keep it off for the rest of your life? What habits, what skill sets, how healthy are you actually going to be through this process? That's what I care about. I don't care about when someone tells me like, I want to lose 20 pounds. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. and all, but why? Like, why do you want to lose that 20 pounds? Do you want it to be, do you want to be healthier? Do you want to lose that 20 pounds so that you have more energy to play with your kids? Do you want to lose that 20 pounds so that you can become the most confident version of yourself like 20 years down the line from now till then? Like whatever it is, there's always going to be a deeper reason. So whenever someone says, I just want to lose weight and I'm willing to do whatever it takes, I'm not just referring to like, just following a diet or just following a challenge or like going on a quick fix. I don't care about that. I care about the method and the longevity more than anything else. So the main reason why people fall for like all these challenges and fad diets and like quick fixes is because they have shiny object syndrome and shiny object syndrome. I'm actually going to give you a story because my dog actually has shiny object syndrome. And I'm just going to give you like an example of like in practical terms, what 
that actually is. So shiny object syndrome is essentially whenever there's like a new trendy flashy object in front of you, your attention and your focus immediately goes for that. And you're like, I want it. I want it. I want it. Same thing with my dogs. Every, every, Every single time there's like a new toy or like a new treat or we're coming home and we're bringing something home. He's always like the first like come to us and like his attention literally goes to that one thing because he wants it so bad. So how many of you are like the same thing? Like you find a new diet, you find like this new secret fat loss hack or whatever, and your attention immediately goes all in on that one thing. And you're like, oh, what is it? What is it? I got to try it. I want to see what it is. I want to try it out for myself and see if it works. But in reality, there's nothing new in this space. Like people, science has proved it time and time again. The only way to lose weight is like, by honestly being in a calorie deficit, which means you have to consume fewer calories than your body burns on a day-to-day, on a continuous basis, and that's how you're going to lose weight. Like, people are trying, like, all these fancy methods of, like, trying to lose weight, but in reality, if it results in a calorie deficit, then that's how you're going to lose weight. That's a subject for a different day. I have so many podcast episodes on this. I have tons of content on this already, so I'm not going to get into that, but the bottom line is you have shiny object syndrome, and that's the reason why you fall for all these challenges and all these quick fixes and all these other things that are unnecessary for long-term sustainable weight loss. Now, let's talk about it. What are some ways you can actually take into account when you want to get rid of shiny object syndrome if you want to start making life lasting change because let's be honest would you rather lose 20 pounds within a month which is obviously super freaking fast but you may regain it back in like two to three to four months or would you rather lose 20 pounds in let's say six months but you have a higher chance of keeping it off for the rest of your life think about that Yes, you might take longer, but you have a higher chance of not putting another pound back on if you take the longer route. So there's that one famous quote, slow and steady always wins the race. And that's so true. That's so true. So let's talk about it. What are some ways to get rid of shiny object syndrome so that you don't fall for these marketing diets and challenges and quick fixes? Well, number one, you have to really set better goals and expectations. Like, let's be honest. Most of the time you're entering all these things is because you feel like, oh, you're going to get so much results in a short amount of time with little to no effort. And that's why you partake in these challenges and all these other things. But in reality... Those things, yes, they might gain, like grant you those short-term gratifying results in a short amount of time. Yes, you, that's going to make you feel good. But in the long run, you have a more likely chance of putting that weight back on, plus even more. So why would you even do that thing in the first place if you know that you can't maintain it or you can't keep it? So that's something you have to really ask yourself. What is it that you're really trying to achieve by doing this diet or by going ahead and enrolling in this challenge by doing this detox tea. Like, obviously you want to lose weight, but do you want to lose weight and keep it off? Or do you just want to lose weight as fast as possible and maybe regaining it back as fast as possible as well? Like, think about that for a second. Most of you want to lose weight and never put it back on again. So you have to understand that if you want to lose weight and never put it back on again, it's going to come by changing your habits, changing your lifestyle, and taking a more slow and steady approach. I'm sorry, you can't lose 20 pounds in a month and keep it off forever. Like, you can't. 
unless you're like taking like you're you're doing surgery or something but other than that there's no way like the average person cannot do that and the average person cannot sustain that all right so you have to set better goals you have to set better expectations maybe and a good rule of thumb if you're following like a sustainable practice maybe you're actually doing something like for example drinking your water, getting in your steps, getting your workouts, eating enough protein, etc. Like these are all the healthy habits that's going to allow you to lose that weight and keep it off for the rest of your life. Then if you're doing that, then a good rate, a good rule of thumb is 0.5 to 1% of your total body weight per week. So for instance, if you're 200 pounds and you're doing everything right, you're following those healthy habits, then a good rate, rate is one to two pounds per week that's how much your weight loss should realistically be and number two number two the second way to get rid of shiny object syndrome so that you can actually get the results you're looking for and keep it for the rest of your life is setting better boundaries and when i say set better boundaries is sometimes you actually have to say no more often and i know this is something that you don't want to hear but it's also true like you can't be constantly caving in and like saying yes to every single opportunity that comes your way if your spouse says hey you want to eat out today and they ask you that every single night and you're constantly saying yes then most likely you're not going to get to your goals like i'm just being realistic like sometimes you're going to have to say no to those opportunities sometimes you're going to have to say no to like your friends and that's completely okay that's going to be a part of the process and i think a lot of times people just want to say yes 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 all the freaking time and as a result of saying yes all the time, they're not really making time for their goals or they're compromising their goals in a way that no longer serves them. So if you find that you're the type of person who constantly says yes and you feel like you have a really hard time at saying no, you have to really ask yourself and have an honest conversation. Do you really want to get to your goals? Because you have to understand that getting to your goals does require some sacrifice. Getting to your goals does require you setting some boundaries. So if you feel like, okay, maybe saying yes isn't really going to benefit me and my goals, then maybe I should limit the amount of times I say yes. Maybe I should actually say no for once. And funny story, I actually told one of my clients this as well. Like she just recently moved into her new house and all her friends wants to like go hang out and have fun because she's in town. And I just told her straight up, I'm like, look, your friends want to hang out, but you just moved into a new house and you're probably going to be here for a very long time. So there's no rush in saying yes. Sometimes you actually have to say no so that you can focus on yourself and your goals so that you can actually get to them faster. Like what's the rush in saying yes to everyone right now? It's not like, oh, they're not going to be here next week or like next month or like two years from now. No, right? So she decided to say no and she turned them down so that she could actually get into workouts so that she could actually do her meal prep. And she feels a lot better for doing that. So think about that for a second. If your goals are important to you, then sometimes you actually have to say no. All right. So with that being said, number three, number three, number three is stop comparing yourself to others. I think that one of the biggest causes in shiny object syndrome is comparison syndrome. So with comparison syndrome, maybe you see someone getting amazing results and you're like, wow, I want results like that person. So you start comparing yourself to that person and now you're following exactly what they've done. So this is so prevalent in the keto community, and I know I, I, I am going to get a lot of shit for this, but oftentimes you see like a lot of people lose weight really freaking fast when they cut out carbs on keto. So they cut out carbs, and they're losing weight really fast. We're like, oh shit, that person's losing weight really fast. I want that too. So then, again, you cut out carbs. You follow the exact same thing. Maybe you lose weight really fast, and now 
once you feel like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I really love my carbs. I don't feel like I can eat like bacon fat and like cheese and whatever the heck they eat on uh, a ketogenic diet anymore. Like I feel like I got to eat carbs. And when you start reintroducing carbs again, then that's when you regain the weight back really freaking fast because people don't know when you're on keto, you're actually losing a lot of water weight and you're also losing a lot of muscle mass. So with that being said, that's how the rapid weight loss occurs. It's because you're cutting out carbs and every gram of carbs holds about three to four grams of water. So when you're cutting out carbs, now it's like you're losing a lot of water weight really freaking fast. And when you're losing weight, primarily you want to lose fat, not muscle and not just water. So with that being said, you're following in your best friend Jenny's shoes because she's lost 20 pounds in like two weeks on keto. And now you're like, wow, I want to lose 20 pounds in two weeks. So you're you're literally having shiny object syndrome and you're comparing your results to other, that other person. And also you're having FOMO. You're having fear of missing out. So that's why a lot of times people fall into this trap is because they're comparing where they are right now. Maybe you're the type of person who's doing everything right. You're going, you're going working out like at least three times a week. You're prioritizing protein. You're getting in your steps. You're getting on hydration. And then next thing you know, you see this person not doing any of that. And all they're doing is just cutting out carbs. And you're feeling like whatever you're doing is wrong. But in reality, no, it's not true whatsoever. Just because someone's getting faster results than you doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. And I think that's one of the like the biggest culprits for failure is because a lot of times we start seeing uh, what other people are doing and we're feeling like we should be in a different place because our progress is not as fast as other people. All right. So I want to, I want all of you to write this down on a piece of paper at least like 10 times. All right. I want you to write down, I am running my own fitness journey. My fitness journey shall not be compared to others. I want you to write that down and include that at the back of your freaking mind. Maybe you have to read that like 50 times a day because I see this far too often. People are comparing themselves to others, even inside my program sometimes. Like people are comparing themselves to other clients. So like, well, I'm not getting that those results. And then they start beating themselves up. But thankfully, they have a coach like me to tell them, look, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to others. Like we've all went through different circumstances. We've all done different shits. And sometimes we have to take a detour. Sometimes we have to do, put in extra work. And that's the way life is. Like sometimes you're going to have to put in more work than other people just to get even half the result that they did. And that's the hard truth. But at the end of the day, as long as you're making progress, as long as you're moving the needle forward each and every single day in the right direction, and you're making more progress for yourself, then that's all that matters. But again, you have to really stop comparing yourself to others. The only person you should compare yourself to is the person that's staring back at you in the mirror. Okay, so that's all I have to say. Those are the three ways to stop comparison syndrome. And that's pretty much sums up my whole thoughts on like these fad diets and challenges and quick fixes. Like you should not do any of them if you don't see yourself doing them for the rest of your life. So I'm just going to quickly recap the three points on how to stop compares or how to stop shiny object syndrome is number one, you really need to set better goals and expectations. Know exactly what do you want to achieve from this challenge? Are you just wanting this challenge as in like, oh, I want to lose weight as fast as possible and that's it? Or do you actually want to lose weight and keep it off for the rest of your life? That's something you have to ask yourself. If you want to lose weight then and keep it off for the rest of your life, then most likely doing that one thing isn't really going to help you. So number two is you actually have to set better boundaries and expectations. Sometimes you actually have to say no to your friends and your family members and people who want to hang out just for the benefit of you reaching to your goals faster. 
Number three, you have to stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing yourself to your friends who might have lost more weight doing stupid shit. Just because they lost a stupid amount of weight in a short amount of time doesn't mean you also need to do that. All right. So sometimes you actually have to trust the process and start focusing on yourself. Now, there's this one thing that I do want to say, and this is the final note that I want to end on on this podcast is that all these shiny objects, all these shiny objects at the end of the day, what matters most is sustainability. What matters most is do you see yourself doing this for the rest of your freaking life? Because if you don't see yourself wasting or spending the rest of your life, at least 10 plus years, 20 plus years doing this one thing, then I wouldn't even bother in the first place. And the truth is, if you really want to lose weight and keep it off for the rest of your life, it really comes from changing up your habits and your lifestyle. So if you find that you're someone who constantly eats out every single day, maybe it's time to reduce that a little bit. Maybe try to eat out at least once a week instead of every single day. If you find that you're constantly someone who doesn't drink enough water, then I would start off small and start drinking one glass of water on top of what you're already drinking. Maybe you're someone who constantly is inactive. You're sitting around all day and you're not really getting much activity in. Then my best piece of advice is aim for a 10 to 15 minute walk every single day and slowly work your way up. Because building these habits and the only way to lose weight and keep it off for good is that you're replacing your old bad habits with new habits. And this is something that's not going to take 30 days. This is something that's not even going to take seven days. This is something that's not even going to take 90 days. It's probably going to take years. And I'm not saying that to discourage you, but this is a sign that all these quick fixes, all these fad diets, all these challenges are, there's a reason why they're not a year long because most people are going to get discouraged and that's why they're not going to stick with it. So if you really are serious in making a life transformation and losing the weight and keeping off for the rest of your life, you have to start today. You have to start with one small habit that's going to move the needle forward and you can start building those consistent habits over time. Those small habits are going to be repeated over time in the course of the next few years and that's how you're actually going to be successful and keep it for good all right just keep that at the back of your mind if you don't see yourself doing this in the long run then don't even bother it don't even think about it all right so with that being said hopefully you got value from this podcast and if you did get value i would love for you to screenshot this episode post it to your story and tag me at vision fitness until next time i'm signing off peace Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.